Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Down the block, Andrew Johnson. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won the Grand Final. He's got the ball. Jared Hayes. What a play. Superstar, superhuman. Collie Bocelli. The speed of a bullet. He hits it. He's got it. He's got the field goal. He's got the premiership. He has gone from, as I said, a captain to a legend. And probably rugby league immortality. That's not a try. That's a miracle. G'day guys, just a little clip the other day, I was lucky to go on Talking League with TK uh, going on his podcast, he's just launched a new podcast, he obviously had uh, Talking with TK's original podcast where he was interviewing people left, right and centre over the last few years, it's been sensational, had a lot of huge names on there, the one that I listened to before I kicked off my own podcast, so to be invited to go on TK's one was pretty special, uh, I was on this podcast with Denham Kemp and Dean from the NRL Roast, uh, so the three of us gave our thoughts and opinions to TK. So I thought I'd just play this little clip for you. It's only about 10 minutes or so. TK just had a, uh, a vast array of questions that he asked me, and I just spat out my thoughts. Enjoy, guys. All right, guys. Joining me for the Prediction Podcast is Rugby League Bureau. You know, it's Nathan. Nate, welcome to the podcast, man. G'day, TK. Thanks for having me on, mate. I've uh, been a long-time listener. Looking forward to uh, ripping in with you. And likewise, and before we start, guys, Nate's got a ripper podcast. Rugby League Guru also does, he pretty much does, you know, eight to ten podcasts a day. Also, right across his Instagram, and Instagram's famous as well, Rugby League Guru. So, definitely check him out on both those platforms. But, Nate, you love footy, let's rip in. Top two teams entering the NRL season. Uh, mate, for me, I've got the Melbourne Storm going back-to-back this year. I've got... Cameron Smith is the best player I've ever seen, but right now I think Harry Grant's a better footballer, to be honest with you, and I think that this team, Cameron Munster, he turns 27-28 this year, heading into the peak of his career. We saw what happened in origin, and for me the other factor is Craig Bellamy. Uh, This is a guy that, you know, he's had so much success, but he hasn't gone back-to-back. I think that'll mean a lot to him, and he hasn't won a premiership without Smith. Slater or Cronk, and I definitely think as far as his legacy goes, he'll have his eye on that. So the Storm is the team to beat for me, and I've said all off-season the Canberra Raiders is going to be the other side for me. I absolutely love their depth. They've got Josh Hodgson returning. They've got a host of forwards returning. Uh, Ryan James walks into this building, which I think will be massive. But, geez, mate, watching South Sydney on the weekend, that was scary, wasn't it? (laughs) Was it? Well, mate, Latrell, mate, I, I got egg on my face. I said Latrell and Cody Walker couldn't play that well together. First half, I, made, I turned it off, mate. I go, oh, geez, they're embarrassing me. 
And mate, I, I've had a lot of people message me this week saying, "Oh, they're 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 flat track bullies," and I go, "Geez, I'll tell you what, this side they're going to come up against a lot of flat tracks, though they are that good." Uh, I said all off season, <laughs> South Sydney, they were the hardest team to leave out of my grand final, and geez, it only gets harder every day. Agree, mate. Now from the penthouse to what we can call the shit house, mate. The wooden spoon favourite. Uh, mate, oh, I've had the Tigers all off season. I just think there's a lot of dysfunction there. I think they're one or two injuries away from being in complete chaos. I think that losing Benji, losing Harry Grant, I think they're going to understand the value of those guys. But, geez, over the last few weeks, when Cam McInnes left, for me, the Dragons got closer to the spoon. When he got injured, they went even closer. And then seeing what happened on Sunday, once again, South Sydney just absolutely terrorising. And it was, it was like the Dragons had 11 blokes on the field. It was just unbelievable. Uh, I, mate, I must say the Dragons, I think I think they're hard to tip against, aren't they, unfortunately? Yeah, they just... The effort, the effort areas just weren't there. And just the... I think sometimes a rebuild takes a little bit of time. And sometimes losing games will force folks to bring in guys like Sullivan and Ramsey. Just because you're losing, I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing. Yeah, I just, I'm very nervous for them, mate. I know they've got a very loyal and passionate fan base. And, geez, I hope I'm wrong. I hope so much that I'm wrong about the Dragons. But, uh, mate, it's crazy to think, you know, 10 years ago they were defending a premiership. What's happened over the last 10 years there? It's just been unreal. Yeah, true, mate. Now, let's move on. A little bit more positive stuff. Who's who's your take as the most improved team for 2021? Uh, mate, there's a lot of teams to talk about here. I, I think two and a half months ago, I would have had the Newcastle Knights. I'm a little bit worried about the optics coming out of there at the moment, though. Uh, I think the Roosters, they're going to improve heavily. I've always been a huge Victor Radley fan. I think people can understand the value that he brings to that side now. But for me, obviously, the Gold Coast Titans, uh, some of the forwards they've brought into that side, I think discovering Jamal Fogarty last year, I think that was a huge turning point for them. And thing I love about Fogarty is that he plays his best footy against the best sides. I love that about him. And also, he brings out the best in Ash Taylor. Uh, you got to remember also, I mean, AJ Brimson, he didn't have much of a preseason last year, and he still managed to do what he did last year. I think him with a full preseason under his belt. Um, and, you know, if they get a uh, a 37-year-old hooker that happens to walk into their club over the next few weeks, my God, that team with Cam Smith, they become proper premiership contenders for me. They're, they're a scary prospect, the Titans. Like it as well, mate. Now you mentioned the Newcastle Knights. Are they the team in the top eight that is more most under the threat for you to miss? Yeah, I think they definitely are, mate. I think the Knights. I don't have them in my top eight at the moment. Um, I think another team that a lot of people want to talk about is always the Sharks. And God, I think the Sharks have done incredibly well over the last two years. I think all this pressure on John Morris is absolute dribble. The the amount of obstacles yeah. he's had to overcome over the last two years, or, you know, like, even just from the base of him being a former player, like, he, he's, he played a, with a lot of these guys in this side that he's coached. Uh, I think that makes it difficult. I mean, Paul Gallum retires. Uh, we've had injuries to Johnson, Moylan, Chad Townsend, Wade Graham. I mean, if they're not your four best players, I'll I'll, I'll give it away. Uh he allows Josh Morris yep. to leave to go to the Roosters last year and then Bronson Zeri gets banned from the game. Like, I just think he's had an extremely yep. tough gig and I think to make the finals two from two years is incredible. And uh, they're a team that could potentially miss. I'm going to tip them once again to surprise a lot of people, though. I think they might scrape in. I think the unpopular opinion, yep. 
the Penrith Panthers, the Parramatta Eels, these are two sides that um, I'm not as confident on them as a lot of other teams. I know Penrith had an unbelievable season, but I think winning becomes a habit, and I think they just got in that habit and, and they couldn't lose. I still think that, you know, if at some point this year they lose two or three in a row, all the pressure in the world's going to be mounted on Nathan Cleary. I mean, we just saw him have one of the best seasons by a seven we've ever seen. And then six weeks later, everyone was saying how poor he was. Like, it's the pressure on this kid is unreal. And I just think that Penrith, uh, they're going to be the hunted instead of the hunters this year. And I think it could be difficult for them. I, I still think they'll make the eight. But those two teams, Penrith and Parramatta, they're, they're two that if they were to have a down season, I honestly wouldn't be shocked, to be honest with you. I like the big calls, mate. Now, big call today, Dally M winner. Who you got, mate? Uh, mate, I've said all off-season, I really like Georgie Williams as a smoky, but... From watching uh, watching the Canberra Raiders the other day uh, in their trial, I think Josh Hodgson's going to be very prominent in that side. So he might be my smoky now. I think the two boys down mm. at Melbourne, uh, Harry Grant, Cameron Munster, I think they're going to be unbelievable. But I do worry about them stealing points off each other, along with a, a lot of the South Sydney boys. Yeah. Um, I mean, yep. you could end up with two Bunnies and two Melbourne Storm players in the top five, and neither could win it realistically. I think it's going to be a really close race this year. I would... I'd probably lean towards Cam Munster if I had to pick someone, but, I mean, it really could be anyone this year. Uh, you make some good points, mate. When you think you know, three or four good players all taking three points, they could have three points and then not get another three points for five or six rounds. You're right. Like, this could be very close between teammates. Oh, mate, and, and that's what I think can make it so just so difficult about this award. I, I think it's the one flaw around this award. I don't know how to fix it. I'm, I'm not the guy to solve that problem, but I do think that there must be a better way to do it out there somehow. I mean, I think that if Nathan Cleary, you know, had one or two guys that weren't in his team last year, I think he wins it hands down. I think he was the best player last year. Uh, so it's hard to say, yep. mate. It's it's such a difficult award to predict. I think Clint Gutherson will go close again. I think he's a guy that Mitch Moses has sort of toned down his game a little bit. He's more of a controlling seven, so it leaves a lot of those highlight plays, which is where you get these Dalian medal points from to Gutho. So I, I think he's a pretty good shout over there too. Yeah, nice one. Now, two to go. Who's your rookie that you're you're watching on your radar? Uh, the rookie that I've been talking about all off-season, and I think after last Sunday, everyone's well and truly aware of him now, is Josh Schuster, a uh, guy out of the Manly yep. Seagulls system. I think it's going to be interesting. Obviously, you've got Kay Cust, who looks like he's going to play nine there. You've got local, uh, Lachlan Croker hanging around. Foran's walked back into that system. For me, I think Schuster's going to wear jersey 14. And to say that someone's going to win Rookie of the Year from jersey 14, I think in the past, that would have been almost crazy to say. But for me, impact guys coming off the bench and the spark this kid's got, I, I, I think he's going to have a real impact on each and every game off the bench. And it's only going to take one injury and, you know... Touch wood, I'm wrong, but Kieran Foran, he's no stranger to an injury. I, I think as soon as Kieran Foran yeah. does get injured, I think this Schuster's going to come in. I think he's going to shock a lot of people. Uh, I know a lot of people are saying Sawali. They're saying Sam Walker, two unbelievable talents, but I just don't see them playing 20-plus games this year. I think Schuster will, and I, I think yeah. that'll put him in the in the box seat, to be honest with you. He's got a nice little kicking game, doesn't he? At, at 106 kilos. I see a little bit of a Wade Graham in the making, a bit of a 5'8 to, to the edge. What do you think of that? Mate, he's got a little bit of nice everything, Josh Schuster. He is... Wade, Wade Graham's a really good shout. I, I remember that first game he played last year. Um, it's just his touch. His touch and his balance is just... It's one of those things that you just know it when you see it. Um, and he, he's just got... 
He's just got exactly... Oh, I don't know how to describe what it is, but I know that kid's got it. And um, I think it's going to be a massive exactly, season yeah. for him. Definitely. Now, final question, Nathan, is your breakout starter watch out for in 2021? Um, I think one guy to keep an eye on, I'm not sure if you call him a star yet, but I think that um, at Canterbury, there's a lot of talk about Flanagan. Uh, there's a lot of talk about Matty Burton that's coming next year. I've always been a big fan of uh, Brandon Wakeham. He's going to start in the six this year for Canterbury. And I think this is a guy that, with a coach like Trent Barrett, um, he's going to do really special things under. I'm really excited about this kid. I think Dylan Brown's another guy that he's still very young. And I, I'm not sure if I've ever seen a younger kid with a more mature head on him as a footballer. I, I think he could be anything over the next few years. Uh, I know Harry Grant, obviously, yeah. people will say he had his breakout season last year. I mean, I still hear people... Uh, talk about how good he is, but they're worried about Brandon Smith. I think that Harry Grant this year is going to blow everyone out of the water. People are going to realise just how good he is. He's the best nine in the game for me right now. Brandon Smith might be the third best hooker in the game, but for me, there's daylight between the two of them, and I think Harry Grant's just going to blow it away when he returns from injury. Yeah, Nate, thanks for the little tip about Brad Deeks, mate. Like I got that from you, and I watched him last week in the second half against the Sharkies. Yeah, like a blinder, man. Mate, he, he can play. And the thing I love about Dietz, same thing I love about like a Sifatalakai is that it hasn't come easy for him. He's bounced around a couple of clubs. He's done it the hard way. Um, you know, I, I really like that in footballers that, you know, they, they, they don't have a silver spoon in their mouth. They know what it's like to be on the bottom. And I, I think Brad Dietz, you know, obviously Jeremy Marshall King, there's a bit of an injury cloud around here. And I'm, I'm not sure what's, what's doing there. And, They've got Katoa there to play nine, but for me, I think once this Deets gets a shot, I, I, don't, I don't think he's going to let it go. I wouldn't be shocked in the slightest if to post-Origin and he's the starting nine for Canterbury. He's got some serious ability. And you know this is going on the fancy podcast, so everyone out there, put that in the black book. This is Brad Deets, like Nathan said, like I've just been saying, he can play. He's got, he's got the tools. So he's a black booker for sure, right? And he's one of these guys that the game's moving towards. Uh, he's a running nine. He's got fantastic ruck recognition, which I think is more important than ever right now. And I think you saw that the other day. Uh, obviously, he I think he scored one try. He he, he bombed another one where he, he went through, then he put in a poor kick. Uh, just poor execution there. But you just saw he just sums up the ruck in a split second and is able to take advantage of it. And for me, that's a skill that's never been more important in the modern game than right now. So I'm really excited for Brad Dietz. I think he's going to be very special. Well, Nate, really appreciate you joining me on the podcast. Before I let you leave, everyone get following Nate. His Instagram is massive. Every day he's got content. It's Rugby League Guru. Definitely check out his podcast, Rugby League Guru. Sadly content and lots of great stuff that I always listen to as well. So I highly recommend it. But Nate, enjoy the 2021 season and I appreciate you joining me on the podcast, mate. Cheers, TK. Appreciate your time, mate. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 